0: 1 a.m we've got furulo we've got chase hello and uh, we're gonna be talking some game five Stanley Cup Finals reactions <laughs> Shit. we were we were all in the building and uh, I'm not gonna this isn't gonna be this is gonna be the most informal podcast we've probably done because we're just gonna hash it out we don't have any structure to this we're talking about one thing and uh, yeah let's hop right into it um I just wanna I'm just gonna give Everybody, the first few minutes to just hash out everything that they want to say. I'll open up the floor to others.
1: Nick, would
2: you like to go? Okay. <laughs> uh, I have a lot to say, but Shotgun. I'm gonna hold off until I hear some other. Okay.
0: Good Chase, why don't you go ahead? Let's get. Let's Very get. Very bad
2: game in general. <laughs> Bruins did not play that well.
1: I didn't think the refs completely fucked us over. Yep. But I don't. I don't know. I think it deserved to be a tie. I don't think that we were so good enough that we deserved to win. What the fuck are
2: you talking about?
1: We didn't play well at all. A tie game? No, I'm saying like it should have gone into overtime. Okay, I mean after the I first agree. three periods.
2: I agree. Like, I think it could have gone
1: into overtime. Bruins like, screwed
2: we, themselves over. Yeah, we just they didn't. If the Bruins scored a goal in the first period, they if were. they, they would have won that hockey game. Tonight. If they scored before halfway through the third
1: period. Uh huh. They would I feel energy. like with the
0: Bruins it's always it's always too little too late, but it's never too late. Like I don't know if that makes sense, but I feel like whenever they get down one oh, it seems like it's impossible to score that one goal that they need to tie the game mm-hmm. with. And they just wait till like the last the dying minutes of the game. Until they're down. Uh, yeah. They're more than one. Until they're down to put together a decent effort and actually like show up versus like From the time where St. Louis scored the first goal to the time where you let up the second goal You couldn't have scored one goal like you you scored seven goals on Jordan Bennington in game three You couldn't have figured him out for like one goal And I think they just if they let up the first goal and it's after the first period they just hit the panic button It
2: was one of those nights too where the Bruins were They were on their game in the first period and even in the third they played well But they weren't getting the bounces yeah. Like it was one of those games where you could just see that it was gonna take a while to beat Bennington and they had to do it earlier than later and they didn't and it ended up hurting them in the long run and they couldn't climb back from it. Um, but, but I agree with I agree with your point how you said if the Bruins get down one nothing, it feels like it's impossible to climb back into it it back into the game. And,
0: unless it's in the first period.
2: But even you look at I mean, we were at that like we were talking about, we were at that Columbus game, the double overtime one, when the Bruins were up two goals with like three minutes to go. And they the, they legit, I mean, the Columbus climbed back into that game, down down two goals, forced it into overtime, and they, they yep. won. Yep. No, that was game five. Game two when we were at. Game
0: two. When they game
2: were. five, though, which is a different game, the, Bru- the, the Bruins were up like three goals at a point. Two to three goals. Money.
1: Game five was tonight.
0: Of the Columbus Of the series.
1: Columbus Oh, series. fucking shit. <laughs> Holy... Oh, my God. Dude, you need oh. extra time. Oh, no, that's you, buddy. <laughs> extra right.
0: time. No, but yeah, I think that the... We've seen throughout the entire playoffs, the Bruins, when they let up the first goal in the first period, the majority of the time come back and tie the game, and they're fine. But as soon as we hit that second period, if the Bruins don't score first, the game is over. And I'd love to see a stat on how many times the Bruins, what their record is giving up a, the first goal in the second or third period. Because mm-hmm. I, I would I would bet money, good amount of money, that it's it's not only a losing record, but that they haven't even won a game giving up the first goal of the game in the second period. Because mm-hmm. they hit the panic button, and we saw tonight, they struggled to score, uh, they got behind early, and they got behind late, and... In between the first and second goal, it was pretty much mediocre back and forth hockey, and St. Louis was fine with it because they were up one nothing, mm-hmm. and the Bruins were in no position to be playing mediocre, you know, slap happy hockey, uh-huh. and then wait until the end of the game when you pull the goalie, um, and you know the crowd's all into it, you know, thinking you know it's a great comeback is coming, but in reality, you you can't in the Stanley Cup Finals wait that long to, to score one goal.
2: Mm -hmm. it's just frustrating too right because the Bruins are they I mean they come back they split the series in St. Louis they split the series at home in Boston it's 2-2 in the series they're coming back home for game five they have the home crowd on their side they're all riled up Char is playing with a broken jaw you would think that they would rally and they would put together a good effort tonight that would earn them a win but what they actually did is they did the opposite of that. And I think there were points tonight. Uh, there were a lot of turnovers everywhere on the ice. Um, From the beginning of the game, even in the first period, they had a lot of turnovers. I can't even tell you how many odd man rushes St. Louis had tonight. They had to have yeah. had like three or four two-on-ones. They had two breakaways, I think. Tuka, Tuka's been playing well.
0: Played, the Bruins geez, offense,
2: uh, besides game three... After those, after game three, they have not produced in the last two games. We scored a goal tonight, and what are we scoring game four? What are scoring even, game four? I don't
0: even remember the score of the game. Oh, did we score one goal, maybe? Or, no, two goals, 3-2, right?
2: 3-2, yeah. So we scored three goals in the past two games. So we're getting outscored by St. Louis. 5-3 five, five, in the past. Game four, we got two. It was 4-2, to two Blues. Yeah, 4-2. Mm-hmm. Same thing. So. With the empty net. I don't know, yeah, dude. Sure. There's, I mean, the Bruins put themselves in that own situation. I mean, they
0: just struggled tonight. Like breaking the puck out, um, St. Louis. I'll give them credit. Looked flawless on their breakouts. Um, like watching Danton Heinen, Marcus Johansson, um, even Jake DeBrusk turn the puck over at their own blue line. It's frustrating because you're a, you have more talent than this team you're playing against, but you you can't break them for some reason. And I don't understand that. Like you had all game, like I just said, and you couldn't break their goalie. You couldn't break their defense, and you couldn't break their offense. And I didn't think St. Louis played like a great game, but they played a, a good enough game to be better than the Bruins. They just Played better than the Bruins. Right. overall. Yeah. Which which wasn't. And the a game was. I mean, it was not
1: much. The to game do either.
2: The right. game was fun to watch, but I mean. Uh... Yeah. There were some chicks in front of us. Uh, oh yeah, Mrs. O'Reilly, um, Ferulo, Mrs. Shen, and even, Mrs. Fabry, the Blues wives. Um, <laughs> Frulo
0: didn't blue. even know there was a game going on. We yeah. we were sitting what behind game? the uh, some of the St. Louis Blues girlfriend and wives. Session. How
2: ma- dude? There was so Ferulo many. got of
0: lost them. in the moment. There were
2: so many. Got of them lost there, in dude. The There were so many of them there, dude. We saw Bozak's. Yeah, we I saw... know, because it's the
0: Stanley Cup Finals. I
2: know it's just.
1: I didn't There's see any. The... I didn't see cool. any of them at Game One.
0: No, I didn't either. No, okay. Maybe they had their own thing. Um, I had dinner next to like David Backus's wife and Charlie Coyle's girlfriend. Where? At at Game. Um, Three. Game two of oh, the no, Maple I Leaf the biggest... Series. Oh Why? Because uh, it just so happened that they were sitting next to us. Where were Did you? Did you
2: realize when you were um, there or after?
0: Banners. I realized <sighs> when they sat down next to us.
2: Ah. Uh-huh. How do you know that, dude? How do you know it Because
0: Charlie Coyle's wife or girlfriend was Mrs. Minnesota. Um, she's like a supermodel. And David Backus' wife, because oh, I've, so I've met David Backus' wife before. Um, I actually had Easter brunch at the table next to David Backus two years ago. And I For recognized what? his wife. Uh, he was just at the same Easter brunch place as us. It was during the Wait, Ottawa so series.
2: Wait, so was Coyle's girlfriend like a smoke?
0: Yeah. What, what do you expect? Pop, she was Miss Minnesota.
2: Dude, why? Can't
0: I mean, I, I don't know been... how the talent it's is. Probably in not that hard but... to
2: do. Dude, in you gotta be living
1: life.
2: I don't know, man. You you chill with the boys the whole year, play hockey, you get paid millions of dollars doing it, and you smash a hot chick. Okay. That was a little... Yeah Charlie,
0: yeah, Charlie Coyle is living the life right now. And he's playing for his hometown team, not to mention.
2: It, it's heaven. To play in the NHL is heaven. It has to be.
0: Yeah, but it's it's a great added bonus.
2: Yeah, but I don't know.
0: Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Kudos to Charlie Coyle. Congrats, man.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's
1: amazing what money... Speaking of Charlie
0: in. Coyle, um, good segue. I'd love to see every single Brewers player protect, protect the puck like Charlie Coyle does.
1: <laughs> Wish we could keep the puck,
0: but that man—I'll give you—doesn't touch the puck a lot. Like he's not your go-to, like you know, guy to have the puck. The, the puck on his stick. The sad thing but is when he gets the puck in the offensive zone, the puck possession.
2: Uh yeah, and the sad thing is, uh. The bottom six fours like I love the bottom six fours. the fourth line has been great um, the third line has been outstanding. they're they're the only people on the team that are producing. yeah first and second line have been doing nothing. Imagine Man. if we had all four lines going. I mean we I mean if you look at it uh, being Boston fans, you see the Red Sox last year in the World Series everybody was producing. From Even the top Jackie Bradley Jr. From was the hitting. top of the lineup to the bottom of the lineup, everyone was hitting. And it was all against good teams, too. And that's why the Red Sox won the World Series, is because they they were good, but everyone was, contributing, was contributing. And the Bruins don't have that right now. Um, well, I think St. Louis has it a little bit more. So um, that's going to be tough well, for the Bruins to get. The, I'll the-
0: remind you. In 2011... There was, not everybody on the Bruins roster was contributing either, and the power play was, I don't know if you remember, god-awful. They had a terrible power play. We have a bad power play this postseason, too. But I think you this have to true. throw all the negatives from the playoffs and from the regular <clears throat> season out the window. You're do or die this Sunday.
2: Do or die for Put the rest of the David season back now.
0: As, yeah, for the rest of the season. Put David Backus back in the lineup for starters. Uh-huh. Um,
2: I think Grizzly comes back. I
0: think Grizzly comes back. Um, I think Chara doesn't play. The, I was just going to say that, but I think you need Chara there. Yeah. It's really a tough call because I thought it's Steven Camphor had a good game.
2: It's tough because we were saying it the other day how the Bruins may benefit from dressing 70. And yep. how I really think it hurt them taking tonight. back is out. Well, that was gonna be my point. <laughs> taking back is out, right? But it almost, dude. It almost made it made it seem like weirder than it already was because the Bruins were actually struggling on D. It was kind of like, yeah, they had all seven D to to rotate, but like if you're not p- playing with your the same partner that you have been for the whole year, like. Krug wasn't out there with Carlo that much tonight. No. Like, Carlo, and then you had, like, Camper, Moore, and Clifton, like, rotating. And then you had other, but, like, everyone was rotating. So, when McAvoy was out there a few times with John Moore, right? So, and and Camper and Clifton. So, when everyone's rotating, I think it's tougher for the D to communicate with somebody that they're just starting to newly play with this year uh, in Game 5 of the Stanley Cup.
0: I 100% disagree with shaking the lines up this late in the postseason. I, I think that the chemistry has been there. Um, you've you- been playing with the same guys. I get that the first line and the second line aren't you know, producing. I, I 100% disagree with shaking things up right now. I think you just have to go out there and play the game. Yeah, in-game maybe if something's not working, you can try a change. But I don't like that... You you played seven defensemen tonight and the, the pairs were rotating like every shift. I don't like that Posternock was like double shifting with DeBrusk's mm-hmm. line and his line. Um, I didn't love that they were bouncing Heinen up and down between the first and third line. Like I just, it was, there was something about it that was too desperate. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was like they were in desperation it, mode the whole game. Dude, it
2: was so weird too because being at the game tonight, it just felt weird.
0: If yeah, we said like, the same thing during Game One against the Hurricanes, and then in the third period they turned it around and, and made an unbelievable comeback. It's it such not a weird
2: comeback, game. But. Like the energy was <laughs> so weird the whole game. It was so high to start the game. End of the game came, and it, it was terrible. Right. So, yeah. I mean, I think Bruins fans and everyone got way too overconfident after the Game Three win when they went up seven to yeah. two, uh, and they they took that as. Oh, we're gonna win the cup! It's like it's yeah. it's through three games of the series. It's two to one. The Bruins are up. Legit, St. Louis can come back and win next game, and it's tied series, and the whole thing is turned around.
0: I'll play yeah, Devils advocate first. I think
2: Bruins fans were getting too cocky. They yeah. They the Blues came out the next game, game four, and they tied the series up. They came into Boston. They did what they needed to do, and with some help from the refs tonight, and they won game five, and now it's do or die for the Bruins for the rest of the season no matter what.
0: Yeah. Um I'll be the Devils advocate for a second. Obviously, I'm a Bruins fan and I love the hype around, you know, everything. But I think that if you're if you're analytically looking at this team right now, um, I love the fact that, you know, Char is trying to push through this jaw injury and he's playing and, you know, when they announced Zdeno Chara's name, everybody went fucking insane in the TD Garden and it was probably the loudest I've ever heard it in my entire life. Love that. It's great. But, um, what did he do tonight? Nothing. What has he done all postseason? Nothing. Like, I, Nothing. I, I, would, I would not play Zdeno Char in game six. I would bring Matt Grizzlick back into the lineup and I would keep Steven Kampfer. I don't know. I don't think it was just because,
2: although I I don't think that the Bruins didn't just put Grizzly in because they didn't want him. No, I don't
0: think he was ready I to I don't go.
2: think he. Yes, and but I think he'll he, be ready to he go. He practiced somewhere. yesterday, right? But he didn't have any contact. Right. Yesterday. So you had.
0: So you had. He had a today, morning skate this
2: morning. Right. And I I'll say this because my father is a doctor. He was telling me about it because we were talking about it. He said typically what. They would do as a doctor when someone's in concussion protocol they'll do a day of non-contact then they'll have to have at least one full practice of full contact before getting cleared doctors can skip steps though um and they can skip they can skip the uh certain steps to then uh make that player play sooner but the only thing is, is I don't know if anyone uh, on the Bruins staff wants to push Matt Grizzly, who is a young, skilled defenseman, to the limit, um, and that could possibly, uh, if he gets hurt again,
0: ruin his career in the long run. And I, I, in in my opinion, yeah, I think Matt Grizzly's 100% playing on Sunday. I would take Chara out. Grizzlick's gonna be fresh he's gonna have the wheels he's gonna have that want he's gonna have that desire he'll be good to go I would take John Moore out of the lineup or or Stephen campfort either one those two are interchangeable in my mind um I would take those two out and I would honestly rest Chara for game six game seven's a whole different story if you're able to get there but um but that's the thing I you can't keep setting your lineup in desperation mode like go go with what works. Zdeno Chara isn't working and he's hurt.
2: I know it's so hard though because if if Chara's ready to go, the Bruins are playing him no matter what. Even if he's yeah. hurt, if he wants to play, the Bruins are playing him. There's no way they're sitting him. Yeah. That's the, they're not going to put John Moore or Camphor over Chara. It's just not going to
0: happen. Yeah, well, the-
2: that's the only issue. And because Chara played tonight, <laughs> I think Chara's in for the rest of the series, unless if he got more hurt tonight. Which I yeah. So then you take
0: of. both Moore and camphor out. Yep. And bring Grizzly in.
2: And bring Backus back in.
0: Yeah, you, you you really suffered from the lack of David Backus's physical presence tonight. I think that that was another thing. I think the only thing the Bruins wanted to try. I think the only thing the Bruins, wanted to, try, the thing the Bruins
2: wanted to try is because Backus was doing nothing, dude. All he was doing was just hitting people. And no, yeah, but... He I was think doing nothing for Critchie Bros, and they still did nothing tonight without Backus. so...
0: Points-wise, I back agree. back to what it was. But I think it's also the little things that David Backus does um, away from the stat sheet that actually contribute to this team as a whole. And I think that, yeah, he's not really a points guy anymore, and he's playing with two players who are still points guys Jake DeBrusque, we saw him score a goal tonight and David Krejci silkiest mitts in the league in my opinion um like David Backus isn't you know the 100% perfect match to play with those guys but i think it's the little things that he does the physicality that he brings it's that leadership that he has he he stands up for guys out on the ice i think that you know when you you, you take him out of that scenario in the game like tonight you've you've lost that chemistry and it's 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 not necessarily about putting together a lineup based around the most points that you know put certain players have or you know certain lines have against certain line combinations i really think it's about keeping the chemistry together and this group has made it this far as as this group we haven't seen any major lineup changes that haven't had to deal with injuries yet this postseason I don't know why we're trying to shake things up the last three games of the season, and I think go back to the basics. Look back to that Toronto series because you haven't played competitive hockey since the Toronto series. In my opinion, maybe the Columbus series for a time, but Toronto series was was really that was a hockey series. That was a playoff series. Look back to that series. Look at what you did right in games um, two, four, five, six, and seven. No, two, four, six, and seven.
2: Yeah, they were down three-two in the series. They went out to Toronto. Yeah, and they, and did they the same won. Thing. But the only thing is, is we said it tonight: the the cup will be in the building on right, Sunday. But and St. Louis has a chance to win it in front of their home crowd. And what did
0: what did you do in Game Six that you didn't do in Game Five? You put David Backus back in the lineup. Mm-hmm. David Backus was a Game Five scratch in the Toronto series. You put him back into the lineup. Everything changed. The Bruins played so in my opinion their best hockey game. It's game so six. weird,
2: dude, because he doesn't he doesn't seem like he does much, but he he does. No, that. yeah, but it's, uh, it's the little things, yeah.
0: the unsung heroes, and not even the unsung heroes, but it's just the stuff that we don't see. Yeah, that you know, it's just the players feel a little bit, you know, like there's more at stake when you have a guy like him on the ice versus I don't even know how to put it, but I think it, it's a necessity to have David Backus in your lineup
2: yeah no i agree i think the only thing is is the sad thing is dude the the blues are one win away from winning the stanley cup uh if you look at this team in january they're the last team in the nhl very last team they turn their season around whatever they come into the postseason the postseason is an entire different season dude the only way teams win in the postseason is by laying bodies, interfering, hooking, holding. All of that is not a penalty in, uh, like April, uh, May, uh, June. It's not a penalty in those months, but in October, November, December, that is a penalty all the time. I don't know why the the refs change the way that they do things because in the regular season they're fine. But by the time the playoffs come around, everything becomes worse just because it's the pl- it, just because
0: it's yeah. the playoffs. I have a simple answer for that. The stakes, the higher the stakes get, the more the referees want to be involved.
2: It's just but they don't. It's like how how do you Oh, want I think to be, I
0: think they do. I think do the refs be love being the story. Good or bad, I think that they like tonight, I think that you they but when you also they saw good that refs.
2: Kelly Sutherland, I said it to you before. He's the a game. bad
0: ref, yeah. He
2: sucks. I said it to, to you tonight. I said if the Bruins are going to lose this game. It's Even West to, McCauley it's wants. Everybody be...
0: wants to be the story. They want to they want to have a fact. They want to have a role in in this because the Stanley cup playoffs, like the stakes couldn't be higher. And if you're a referee, good don't or bad, give a shit,
2: make a call, dude, if it's a right. call. It's so stupid. No,
0: I agree that they have to make the call 100%. But I think that they, they, it's just, I don't even know if, if I should say it's human natural, but I think they just want to, want to be the story. And, you know, you see some calls like that Marchand call, they may, you know, oh see that so stupid terrible. little, you know, the puck was loose, by the way, poke at the puck, call it like this bullshit slash. And I think they see that and they're like,
2: dude, you know, they're trying to set up, yeah,
0: they're trying to set up precedent. All they
2: do in the playoffs is makeup calls. They miss a call. The way the Bruins scored tonight, weren't they about to go on a power play and then Dubras scored?
0: No. It wasn't on a delay. It wasn't. Oh, no. Okay. Uh,
2: um. I thought it, I could swear it was, dude. Uh,
0: no, there was a play. There was a play where they almost pulled the goalie and um, they blew the whistle for some reason, and uh, um, we didn't know why. But um. I, I honestly think that the way that the officials are trained now is also a flawed system mm-hmm. because, you know, as the game's evolving and we're concerned more about safety and about head safety, so are, is the officiating. And I think that officials are being taught to set a precedent early on in a game and to in order to maintain control of that game, and I think that's why you see some some really questionable calls early on in playoff games, is because, you know, game four got really out of hand, and game three got really out of hand from a physical standpoint. And uh. um, I I'll commend the officials there. I think they did a good job of, you know, making sure that it didn't get you know crazy out of hand, like you know bench clearing because. The way these two teams are going at it, it could have easily happened. But I think that the Marchand call tonight, Marchand's undoubtedly known to be a dirty player. And you see him going after the puck. And I think you want to set a precedent for the rest of the game so that you have control. However, I don't think that's the right way to train the officials. Because what ends up happening is we take a penalty early on our best penalty killer now sits in the box and it's just, it, they the didn't even score on the power me, play. Dude, It's just from a morale standpoint. The thing,
2: yeah. And the thing that annoys me is when you look at how many power plays each team had each game, most of the time they're even they're like three yeah. power plays and three power plays because it's makeup calls and it's bullshit. Cause that changes the game. Sometimes if each team gets three power plays and one team capitalizes on one and they win one, nothing it's because of a stupid makeup call. They win the game.
0: And I don't even have an issue with the calls that they're making it's the calls they're not making. Yeah, Like I like, yeah, you want to call that Martian call, like I'm fine with that. Like be consistent. If they come at Tuka Rask with a little poke, I mean, how call do you that. I'll
2: call the Achari one. But
0: dude? it's the calls you're missing that that's really the headline. And people, mark my words, are going to be all over the officials and all over the NHL. This is going to be talked about for years to come because because we're we're right in the boiling moment of it now it just it's fresh it just happened and you know tomorrow you're going to start to hear about it the next day you're going to start to hear about it game 6 is going to happen you know if St. Louis happens to win the Stanley Cup in game 6 you will not hear the end of it from Bruins fans from you know hockey analysts I lo- we haven't gotten the chance to hear it but I'd love to hear what you know like the guys on NBC SN or the guys on NHL Network are saying yeah Because, you know, it's hard to love the Boston Bruins, and, and a lot of the analysts don't, and are pretty, you know, egregious with their hatred for Boston Bruins and Boston sports in general. But that was probably one of the most blatant leg checks I've ever seen. And it wasn't just a leg check that tripped Nolichari up. He went head over heels onto the ice. like, And the referee was standing right there, and you didn't make a call. And then and that's it, so bullshit. back
2: too, dude, that it changes the whole game because then they score the goal off of it.
0: Yeah, and we're we're listening to 98.5 on the way home. And fucking Adam Jones is you know that fucking douchebag talking about how oh you know it didn't directly affect the goal. Yes, it did. He he doesn't know shit about hockey. He's saying that you know the guy that scored the goal didn't you know wasn't a Charis guy that he was covering. But who was Achari's guy that he was supposed to be covering? David Perron, who is the guy who leg-checked Nolachari and is also the guy that got the assist on the game-winning goal because he leg-checked Nolachari. No, he scored. No, he didn't score, did he?
2: Yep, Perron scored.
0: He did? Okay, then he's not the one that leg-checked Achari. No. All right, whoever leg-checked Achari is the one who slid that pass over to Perron.
2: No, no, no. Perron tried to slide the pass over Whoever the D was went down, it came off his shin pad, came back to Peron. He put it on net and it went through two. Whoever five, made
0: right. the first pass over. Oh yeah. Whoever the the guy who It
2: was uh, who like checks oh,
0: Nolachari. Yeah. Whoever did that is the guy who threw the puck in front of the net which eventually leads to the Peron goal. Right. So the fact that you're saying that it doesn't directly affect that goal is fucking ridiculous. Like oh, listen to me. Like the the guy who so the puck is on Nolichari's stick. You slew foot him. He goes head over heels. He's injured. He's hurt in the corner. You then take the puck and you throw it out in front of the net. There's a scramble in front of the net. You know, puck goes this way, puck goes that way. Somehow it ends up in the back of the net. And you're trying to tell me that that, that leg check, leg check or not, didn't have an effect on the goal? That's, that, that's unbelievable. Like these people just don't want to root for the Bruins for some reason. Yeah. Like, like this is I, I guarantee I mean, you this is going to be talked about I, for I a know. long. I
2: mean, time. you got to know why people don't want to root for the Bruins, dude. Look at Boston as a city.
0: dude. Oh, I know people hate this. We, we,
2: they, they hate us, dude. Everyone, every other sports city hates us, dude. Yeah. No matter what sport it is, everybody wants Boston <laughs> to lose except for New England, and it's it is what it is. It's how it's going to be, um, and. To be honest, I, I mean, I don't really care. Like we say, New England versus everybody. So yep. it's it's a good motto to go by. And I think that the Bruins are going to, it's going to obviously be tough for the Bruins, right? You got to win two more. One on the road. And then if you can win the next one on the yep. road, then you'll be coming home for game seven. And everyone
0: said the same thing about Toronto and yep. like what we did. Although People there's a little bit more over. on the
2: line right now. Yeah. But... Well,
0: d- agree to disagree. Um, I think... From a, from a, not a metaphorical standpoint, but dignity wise, I think there was a lot at stake in that Toronto series, given how, how we how the season ended, the prior year, uh-huh. the, in last year when we lost to the Lightning, I think that there was a lot at stake. That was the, terrible for too. the Bruins to get out of the first round. Yeah. Because you know, lost like to the Senators said, Brendan, the year before. Exactly what we said. And then the Maybrews. this is
2: the Bruins year, dude. If they <laughs> want to win the cup, it's this year. Think about next year. What are the chances that Tampa's knocked, out, not knocked going, out in the first I told, round? I told. I said Tampa's going to still be better than us next year. Right. No matter what, Tampa's going to be better than us. They're not going to fall. They're only going to come back better. Same as Toronto. Toronto. I heard a rumor that. Cadre got traded for Trouba. I don't know if that's true. But, Sean Avery.
0: Yeah. Jacob Troubda.
2: But Toronto is still going to be very good next
0: year no matter what. And Well, I, I don't know about that. The Atlantic is stacked, dude. Hyman Hyman wants out. They're saying Marner's not coming back. I don't know. Uh, Tor- I don't know if Toronto's going to be a worry.
2: Uh, I don't know, dude. The Lightning, though. This, the,
0: yeah, they're no
2: doubt the they're, This the is your year, dude. Again.
0: And I told you uh, on year. our way out, we're not going down this road again where we make it to the Stanley Cup Finals and lose off of some bullshit. Like, I'm sorry, but no, the Bruins didn't deserve to win the game tonight, but I don't think they necessarily deserve to lose it either. Yeah, Like Chase said, he thought it should have been a tie. I agree. I don't think that they deserve to win or lose. Um, but we're not having another 2013 again where we lose in six games. Like Bruins, like this is it for Bruins fans. Like we're not waiting a whole other year. People thought it was our year last year. We got screwed by the officiating in the second round and got knocked out in in five games.
2: Just tough because you gotta wait so long. Right. Dude. People Think thought it was our year you, in 2013. Last time we were in the Stanley Cup was six years ago. Right. Six years ago, we were in the Stanley Cup.
0: People had it thought six it's our years, years to get forever. back here, yeah. and
2: it, the only reason I think we did is because Columbus knocked Tampa Bay out.
0: Yeah. Well, we'll never We're know. We're not. Yeah. But I just it,
1: realized I've literally
0: not I talked have the whole not time talked this whole time. Yeah. Yes, hey, welcome to the podcast.
1: I don't play hockey. I'll take over. I don't really watch hockey, so I I understand what you guys are saying. But like Frulo was talking about, and you guys were all talking about the switching and the pairs and everything. I don't pay attention to that because I don't know who half the players are. Like yeah. Chase not, just pays I'm attention to the
2: goal horn, Respectful. and when yeah. it goes off, he just jumps and celebrates. Yes,
1: that's literally what I do. I'm a spectator that has no clue what's going on.
2: So you're like, and I love it. It's awesome. so you're like eighty five percent of the arena.
1: Yes, basically. Okay. It's, I like it. because got, got into what a Bruins mad fight You guys pay attention to like the little things where I'm just watching them play hockey. You guys are watching who's switching, who's on, who's off. We
0: got into a fight with a bandwagon Bruins fan today. Oh yeah, oh, tell yeah. me
1: about that because I, I was coming from baseball.
0: Oh yeah, I didn't tell you. So we go down, me and uh, me and a friend who's at the game with us, go down to the glass for warm-ups because our seats are somewhere near the, the net. Um, so we go down to the glass behind the Bruins net to see like, you know, Tuukka Rask, watch them warm up. Um, it's a pretty awkward thing to do because these are like people's seats and I get that. But at the same time, like if you're not there for warmups, like I'm, I'm, I'm going to stand where your seat is just cause everyone goes down, but you know, it's like an awkward experience. So we're down there. <coughs> Excuse me. It is what it is. Uh, pretty fun, actually. We're watching the Bruins warm up. We're getting some nice videos and everything. And then we decide we're going to go back up to our seats. And so we start to walk. And this woman who's in our row says she's not moving. Sad. She's not moving for us until the end of warm ups. And this is also the same woman who, when we walked up, said, you know the rules, right? We were like, no. And she's like, you don't stand in my way because these are my seats. And I'm like, well, we're, we're like five seats down from you. So I don't think, I don't think we're getting in your way. But she refused, she refused to stand up and move for us when we wanted to walk out of the aisle and go up to our seats. Ironically, I don't know if that's ironic or not, this isn't the woman we got into a fight with. How? It, it just Who else wasn't. What
1: could you have provoked? So that we didn't. That wait, move. We, what? Didn't,
0: we didn't provoke anybody. So since this woman isn't moving, we've got. Uh, so everybody in this row doesn't have a seat in this row. They're just watching warm ups, and everybody in this row proceeds to want to get up and leave. So. It's this woman sitting down and then to her left, my friend, myself, and then about 10 other people who are all standing up, mm-hmm. but she wouldn't move. So we're all just kind of standing there, like waiting for, for the warmups to end and waiting for her to finish whatever she's doing. So she'll stand up and move. And you know, the maneuver where you like go over the seat to the back and then just like go yeah. out the next row. We couldn't do that either. Cause there are people sitting there. So the people sitting there. It's a guy and a um uh your classic um I'm just going to go out and say this. Sorry if anyone gets offended. Your classic fat ugly, you know, Boston townie mid-50s, girl.
1: Mid
0: 50s? No, no, no. She was or, she was Oh, it's a woman. It's a woman.
1: Oh, Jesus.
0: I would say in her 30s. Is that an issue but hasn't aged no, I, well. I
1: just thought it was a dude. He's-
0: Ginger, heavy. Oh, God. probably downed at least four beers by this time. And her eyes were like, you know, when someone's eyes are really tight, when it's like the skin around their eyes yeah. is like peeled, peeled back. Yeah. It was like that. And so we're standing like in her way, all, not in her way almost, but since this woman wouldn't move for us, we had nowhere else to go. So the warm-up's like pretty much over by then. It's only like Brad Marchand's on the ice and this woman behind us. Pushes the friend that I'm with, like shoves him almost, like down into his seat, and goes like, "Sit the fuck down." So I'm with a, you know, the friend is a tall kid. You all know who, you know, who I was with, pushing what six two, six three, maybe. How yeah.
2: do they all know? What? How do they all know? I meant all
0: are? like you and Chase, because uh, I'm telling the story to Chase for the first time.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, this is about Cusolito Yeah. So our third stringy. Yeah,
0: our third-string goalie for our, for our local varsity He's hockey team. He's so good, team. dude. But that's not important right now. No, it's
2: not. He sucks.
0: <laughs> anyway, so Coos is a tall kid. He's like 6'2", I'll give him. Maybe 6'3", I don't know. Yeah, she probably wears basketball and hockey. So when he gets, Jeez. you know, she shoved him down.
2: Really?
0: So she shoved him, but he didn't, like, go all the way down in the seat. And you know when you, like, sit on top of the seat, but the seat doesn't, like, fold in? Yeah. Yep. So you're, like, half-sitting? He did one of those. She, she shoves him and goes, no, all the way fucking down and shoves him into the seat. Cusolito stands up <coughs> and he was like, he was like, what the hell? And then like, she just kinda, she like pretended like she didn't hear us. So we were just kind of like, you know, he was like, like in sitting in the seat for a moment and then finally warm ups ends. So the woman who's in our way gets up and we all start to leave. And as we start to leave, I smile at the woman who pushed Cusolito and I go, we'll see. Ya. Like a, like a sarcastic, like smile. She flips me off and Lynn's like, Oh, whatever. So, um, and then Cusolito flips her off, double flips off. <laughs> so, you know, we want up Yo. her. when she does that. She takes her beer, goes to like toss her beer on us, but we skirt out of the way. And as we skirt out of the way, I knock her phone out of her hand and oh. we, and we dip. Good. <laughs> I said fuck you too But that's not important But anyway I was proud of myself Because this has happened to me Quite a few times This happened Why? to me Why?
2: Because small midge Beats up fat lady <laughs> Small midge beats up fat lady
1: I'm Not
0: short of 5'6
1: Gone yeah. sexual Gone
2: wrong <laughs> Dude the hood. I, I I'm like six one. i I'm pushing it
0: No you're not You're You're smaller than I am <laughs> No but Oh yeah Surprisingly Aside enough This has happened to me More than once um, at the TPC Deutsche Bank Boston oh, Dell Technologies whatever great tournament. By I way. got into I got into it with a woman there too, and the majority really? I didn't get into it. I was just like you know I was like you know I try to be a polite kid. In a max you know, one nine times out of ten, no, no, we were we we, we get a uh, we get special treatment there. We were up in a private clubhouse and everything, but um, I you know I try to be a polite kid, like you know oh sorry whatever. But, you know, sometimes it's just you're not dealing with the top brass. And this woman was clearly grinding my gears. So what I do, I pulled the old, you know, switch and flip. I just, you know, spin moved out of the way of her sloshing drink, which probably ended up hitting someone else. I didn't see. Oh, she still threw it? Oh, she threw it. Oh, damn. Okay. Yeah. Oh, she I, threw it. I she didn't he, throw it, but you I know. thought
1: you just knocked because you kind of ended the story. She like, you it. just knocked her phone out of your room, and then you said "fuck you" and then left. No, no, no. But I didn't realize that she still actually threw so it. So she didn't
0: throw it like projectile like she, throw, like, but you huh? know when you have a drink in your hand and you yeah. like you like do it like a tossing motion and like some spills out. Yeah. It was like that. Like she was gonna spill it on us. Oh. Okay. But we skirted because the woman had gotten out of our way, so we had that leeway to get into the aisle. And as she did that, I saw her phone was in her hand because she was trying to take a video of David Posternock on the ice for some reason. I could tell she was a bandwagon too because she was wearing it as a Dana Char jersey. No hey, offense. Hey. No offense. That's the
1: only damn jersey no I No offense. Own. But,
0: but when, it's an OG
1: Reebok one.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, when you can buy the most generic jersey there is, and like, like, it's just, you, you know the type when you see it. She definitely is not, you know... Die hard Boston Bruins fan So her phone was in her hand In her right hand Because she was trying to take a video of David Posternock Beer in the left hand Sloshes the beer at us in the left hand We we skirt As I skirt I just like flipped it up Because it was in her hand I flipped it up and it fell And then I go fuck you and I hope it just sp- spilled on her phone <laughs> I hope so but we didn't stay to see the rest And we just dipped out of there so, yeah, I, you know, also I'm proud of myself because in the majority, nine times out of ten those situations, I just shut up and I'm like, oh, sorry, whatever. But, you know, this time she she, she was being a bitch. So I put her in her place straight up. Yeah. Good. All right. Um, I That's- think we're going to end it here. Um I, I, I would have wanted to do a game six preview, but it's like one in the morning it is currently and it's Thursday 1:27. night, by the way. Yeah. Although we're out of school. We're out of school, it but it's it still Thursday matter. night. It doesn't really it's matter. It's 1.30 a.m. Wow.
1: Should we walk into in town?
0: Right now? Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. Dude, I'm trying to go to bed. Yeah, yeah, I know, but it'd be you. fun. Yeah, no, I'm good.
2: I probably, Dude, we you could shut I my family.
0: Yeah, family might be around here. Dude, we can't risk it we gotta stay in here fuck alright but anyway uh, <laughs> boys this was episode
1: 11 11 I no, say, 12 or... 11 really uh... let me check I'll check on Spotify uh, oh yeah by the way actually no you're uploading this just on Spotify
0: Spotify and SoundCloud
1: oh yeah for all the SoundCloud plebs we're on Spotify now so get yourself an account make <laughs> See, an account get yourself
0: an account yeah we're on Spotify make now an ac- I think this make is episode account. 12 I've kind of lost track let to me be check. honest with Did you it-
1: I follow the account No
0: wait, it might be 10. No, I mean it's 11. It definitely is 11.
1: Where the hell I follow it? By
0: the way, we're probably going to do an episode tomorrow too when we're when we're more rested. We're going to be talking the Kyle Lowry situation out in Golden State. We'll give you our Game 6 preview. And, um, I don't know, maybe we'll throw some, some other sports in there too. Yeah. This know, was we're just, hitting the links we're hitting the links, yeah. but you know, we've got all day and more podcasts to come now that it's summer, we're going to be pumping out a lot. So stay tuned. But this was just basically a, we need to get this off our chest cause the Bruins just lost podcast. Um, we're catching mad feelings right now because the Bruins lost. So, um, yeah, yeah it is what it is. It's episode 11.
1: Oh, it is. It is. Okay. Um,
0: thank you, boys, for listening. Honestly, we appreciate all of you because, you know, we are a small podcast, but believe it or not, there's people listening to this and we're getting streams. So we appreciate whoever that is. Uh, we're going to keep pushing content for you. And uh, yeah, so uh, spread the word. Booth Review Podcast, episode 12 coming tomorrow. Yeah. Thanks for listening.